really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker and Mike Young. Hi, Mike. Hi, Kelly. Welcome back. Thank you very much. I guess I'm welcoming myself back, too, because the show has been on hiatus for a in week. In a way. So, welcome very, back to us. How very meta. <laughs> so, we got to catch up here. Little Richard, R.I.P. Little Richard, who passed over the weekend. Major architect of early rock and roll. Without Little Richard, there was no... A whole list of people. Died at 87, reported to have been gravely ill since 2006. Yet, interestingly, according to his son, who released the details, although he'd been gravely ill since 2016, his son said, we don't know why he died. There were also words that he had, uh, you know, had battles with cancer. He also had a stroke and a heart attack. So he'd had his problems. Yeah. Little Richard is a guy who dates back to the early days of live rock and roll music. Mm -hmm. Not the rock and roll that we play here on 94.3 The Drive either. This is the music that influenced the music that we play on 94.3 Yeah, these were the building blocks. You know, your Jerry Lee Lewis's, your Elvis's, your Buddy Holly's, Chuck Berry, James Brown. All of these people, yeah. I mean, they were the building blocks that begat rock and roll. And without specifically Little Richard, the whole stage presence that he had, the flamboyance, the uh, costumes, all of that stuff, you don't have Prince. uh, You don't have Jimi Hendrix. You don't have Elton John specifically said, without uh, Little Richard, I wouldn't have happened because of Elton John's whole flamboyant thing on stage. Little Richard did it first. The outpouring of tributes and memorials and support from artists that date back as far as the 1960s over the weekend was incredible. Anyone who's anybody in the 1960s performing music put out a tribute because he was a direct influence on their careers, and then making music in the first place. We celebrated the Beatles, uh, Let It Be, last week. We're doing it again with the film this week. But without Little Richard, there's no Beatles either because they said it was, first of all, they were playing his music as their covers, including some of the early recorded stuff. But they were heavily influenced by actually opening shows for Little Richard in Hamburg. A huge influence on the Beatles. And Paul McCartney said, again, without Little Richard, no Beatles. Yeah, and that tour actually came about because... Little Richard, his tours weren't selling in the United States, and his manager had said to him, like, you know, your records are still selling pretty well in Europe right now. Mm-hmm. And so he said, why don't you go to Europe and do a tour? And he went to Europe, and then the Beatles were not doing well on the road. They weren't selling tickets to their shows. So this was very early in the Beatles' career. Yeah. And they paired the two of them together, mm-hmm. and the Beatles were opening for Little Richard, and people came to see Little Richard, and vice versa, the Beatles mm-hmm. in the same in the same time. And McCartney said that it was so cool because he would let us hang out in his dressing room and we were witness to his pre-show rituals. He said with his head under a towel over a bowl of steaming hot water, he would suddenly lift his head up to the mirror and say, I can't help it because I'm so beautiful. <laughs> Which, of course, became a pre-show ritual for Paul McCartney later on. Well, of course, learn from the best. Sure, right? yeah. McCartney did say, I owe a lot of what I do to Little Richard and his style. And he knew it. He would say, I taught Paul everything he knows. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I had to admit that he was right. And that's just from being in the same room and sharing the stage mm-hmm. with Little Richard. But then there are guys that paid tribute to him over the weekend, like Elton John, for example. And Elton John basically said that Little Richard was his his first influence. 
Like, mm-hmm. he wanted to be Little Richard. He says, Tutti Frutti is still the most explosive opening to any rock and roll song ever recorded. And Little Richard was who he wanted to be. Yeah, absolutely. Mick Jagger said, when we were on tour with him, I would watch his moves every night and learn from him how to entertain and involve the audience. And he was always so generous with advice to me. So Mick Jagger and his thing, the Mick Jagger funky chicken. I don't know if it's directly from Little Richard, but what the heck, let's give him that now. And Keith Richards said, so sad to hear that my old friend Little Richard has passed. There will never be another. He was the true spirit of rock and roll. That from Keith Richards. Bob Dylan issued a rare statement. Uh, He doesn't come out and talk about things too often, but he said, I just heard the news about Little Richard. I'm so grieved. He was my shining star and guiding light back when I was only a little boy. He was the original spirit that moved me to do everything I would do. That is heavy to give that much of your career to one person and say, Little Richard is the reason I exist and have done what I've done over the course of my career. And Dylan's career is second to none. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah. to him to say, like, this is the guy. Unfortunately, Little Richard doesn't get that credit from the mainstream world. But hopefully this outpouring of support from people sharing their stories and their influences yeah. will make him rise up a little bit more in terms of the canon of rock and roll history. Well, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. And one is he was so campy and he continued to be so campy that there was never a serious conversation that I ever saw because he used to appear on the talk shows. He used to do Johnny Carson and things like that back in the day. And he would always be Little Richard in character. Yes. And so it was always quips like, I am so beautiful and all this kind of stuff. But he would never drop that and have a more serious conversation. So we never got to know him at all. There was nothing really to latch on to beyond the music. He only had about two years of hits, and they were all huge. Those were only the course of about two years, ending in about 57 or maybe 58 at the latest. So that's part of it as well. But I think it's mostly attributed to the fact that we didn't really get to know him because he never dropped that performance, even when he was sitting on the couch with a talk show. Yeah, we never really got to meet Richard Penniman. Yeah. Who, of course, was was the real name of Little Richard. But I had scrolled through these tributes and then also come across a list that someone compiled. This is pre his death. These are things people had said about Little Richard over the years. Bob Dylan, in his high school yearbook, wrote uh, his life's ambition was to join Little Richard. That was in his high school yearbook. That's what he wrote. Wow. Uh, Joe Walsh wrote, Little Richard, one of the true founding fathers of rock and roll and a huge influence and inspiration to every musician I know, including me. How about Jimmy Page said, very sad loss. My thoughts are with his loved ones. It's Little Richard's songs. This is Jimmy Page that pioneered rock and roll. He said, I got to hear him and his band at the Newport Lounge in Miami, and man, were they good. And then Jerry Lee Lewis, who a lot of people might say, hey, what about Jerry Lee Lewis? Of course, yes, one of the founding fathers of rock and roll. But he said to Rolling Stone, he will live on always in my heart with his amazing talents and his friendship. He was one of a kind. And you think it just expands to like, you know, these are pop rock artists, but heavy metal artists influenced by him as well. Lemmy from Motorhead said, Elvis inspired my sideburns, but Little Richard inspired me for vocals. He had the purest, most joyous rock and roll voice. And Rob Halford of Judas Priest said, when I was a kid, my aunt brought around an old record player she didn't want. There were some 45 singles in there, and there were by Bill Haley on the Comets, Elvis, Little Richard. And the first song that really hit me was the Little Richard one. It was Good Golly, Miss Molly. As a kid, I didn't know what it was. I'd never heard that kind of music before. It was just electric. It was instant, just his voice. It's a great song. It's the roots of rock and roll. It's where everything comes from. And it's so interesting to hear all of these people again and again and this has kind of been bubbling under the surface you know Mm -hmm. you don't pay attention to the name little richard but all these people now that we look back and say like literally everybody 
is inspired by Little Richard. Yeah, you don't ever connect some of these names to him. Gene Simmons said, sadly, Little Richard passed away, a founding father. His contributions can't be overstated. He said, I had the honor of meeting Richard in his later years and was awed by his presence. He told me, I am the architect of rock and roll. Amen. Rest in peace. That's Gene Simmons. How about people you don't expect to be influenced by him? Get this quote. There would have been no Deep Purple if there had been no Little Richard, courtesy of John Lord, the longtime organ keyboard player for Deep Purple and Whitesnake. Um, Paul Simon. When I was in high school, I wanted to be like Little Richard. The That's... least flamboyant person in history, Paul Simon, <laughs> uh, wanted to be like Little Richard. Yeah. And I love this quote from Sammy Hagar. He said, when I heard his voice, I was knocked out. I just love the way Little Richard sings. Here's Little Richard is where the whole thing started. It's chock full of great songs. And even as, a, as young as I was when I first heard it, I said, man, this is the shit. I think I probably dug it out of my sister's record collection. It was one of those moments when you put something on and you just go nuts. There's never been anything like Little Richard. And you know what? When you say that, if you think about some of the, the ways that Sammy uses his voice, and you can kind of hear Little Richard in there a little bit. And when Some I saw of the registers him, that he sings in? When I saw him live, fronting Van Halen, he would love to do the mashed potato to, on stage, too. Love to do I, that dance move. I think he probably got that from Little Richard. That was his thing. <laughs> probably right, yeah. Little Richard, as everybody knows, was big into the mashed potato. Also, the frog and the pony. Oh, very good. But you, young fella, you weren't around for any of this. Most of these people, although we're talking about a few from, from sort of your era... But you knew him. Yeah. And young people these days still knew Little Richard, even though he didn't really appear in person for a long time. I don't know if this was Little Richard's doing himself or if he just had a great team working with him in terms of a manager, PR person, whatever it was. But for me, growing up, I didn't hear his music on the radio. I didn't hear his music. It wasn't played. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unless it was on like some compilation my parents had put on in the house, like a CD or something, I hadn't heard his music. But how I came across him was him appearing in these shows I was watching as a kid. So I remember him being a part of Pee-wee's Playhouse in yeah. 1988. And then I remember him being on Sesame Street doing Rubber Ducky with Ernie. And I remember him <laughs> being on Full House doing Itsy Bitsy Spider where he played Michelle had a friend named Denise and he was her uncle. And they okay. did Itsy Bitsy Spider. He helped at some telethon they were doing. Okay. Um, he sang uh, America the Beautiful at WrestleMania one year. In the 90s. Really? So he just kept appearing in all these things. I, by that point, I'd heard his songs, Tutti Frutti and Good Golly Miss Molly and stuff like that. But yeah. he just kept appearing as a touch point on these television shows. And he became someone that I knew for his look, his personality, yeah. the character that you talked about. Yeah. I, I knew that little Richard. And this wasn't the short-haired sequin jacket yeah. put up on the piano, Little Richard. This was, I'm sitting down, but I'm waving my hair back, yeah. and I've got this, what looks like a toupee <laughs> on my head at yeah. this point oh, yeah. in time. And but, just the thickest makeup. You know, you talk about wrestling. That was kind of his persona on these talk shows that I mentioned, because he was always made up to the nines. He was always in that character. And even though we didn't see him out of that character, that character was memorable. It was indelible, actually, and very entertaining. And I could see it very easily translating to those other things you saw him in. And speaking of wrestling, there was even a wrestler in the 90s that took his character from Little Richard. And he was called Johnny B. Bad. But he looked exactly like <laughs> Little I'm Richard. I'm sorry, say that again. Johnny B. Bad. <laughs> it was outstanding. Wow. But he looked like Little Richard. That's hey, sure. You know, he sequined himself up at the same type of hairstyle and all these sequins and yeah. confetti when he came out. It was outstanding. But again, these are all these touch points that I had. And even as far as 2003, he was on The Simpsons. Like, yeah. this is a guy who kept going. Like, I'm in high, I'm, I'm graduated high school by that point, And yeah. Little Richard's still yeah. appearing on shows that young people would watch 
And that's how he kept his name alive all of these years. Absolutely. I think we need to stop at Johnny B. Bad. <laughs> I don't think we can top that. No. But again, with all of this other stuff we're talking about, it still always, as it should be, comes right back to the music. And those string of hits that he had in the late 1950s, again, laid the bedrock and were part of the Beatles set for years, especially in those uh, Hamburg years, and uh, influenced so many people after that. It all came back to the music. But uh, his music, his look, his performance style, he just broke through so many barriers. That's why all of these people were paying such tribute to Little Richard this past weekend when he passed away at the age of 87. That is the Classic Rock Files. 94.3 The Drive Music Director Mike Young. Thank you. Thank you.